word of God to you this morning. It is our prayer that the Lord in his infinite mercy will grant every one of us a double portion in this month of October in the name of Jesus. Just want to appreciate God for the privilege to bring the word of God to your homes this morning. And I pray that this word of God that is coming to you this day will refresh your soul and body and spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. I also want to give a very big shout out to our pastor, Pastor Jeff. Thank you for the leadership and thank you for the opportunity even to share the, God, the word of God with his people. I'm truly honored to be standing here this morning. Let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you for the word that we are about to hear. Father, we pray that this word will do wonders in our lives in Jesus' name. That let this word bring forth comfort to all those that are mourning. Let this word bring healing to the sick. Let this word bring deliverance to the oppressed. Father, we pray that you will speak through me this morning and let your people be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace even to receive the double portion. We pray that you will release unto every one of us today in the name of Jesus. And as you release this grace, we receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Brethren, by the grace of God today, we'll be speaking from the top, uh, from the text, Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 7. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 7. The Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Verse 4. And they shall build the whole wastes. They shall rise up the former desolations. They shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. Bible says in verse 5, And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. The son of the aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Verse 6, But ye shall be named the priest of the Lord. Men shall call you the minister of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in, thy, in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Verse 7, the last verse. The word of the Lord says, For your shame ye shall receive double. I want to hear a big amen. Bible says, For your shame ye shall receive double. And for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. Amen. Praise the Lord. Beloved, this morning, I would like to speak to you about a topic taken from verse 7 of this scripture that we just read. And it says, double for your trouble. By the grace of God, today, we'll be speaking on the topic, double for your trouble. And the aim of this, of this message this morning is to reassure you that God is for you. Hallelujah. The aim of this message is to assure, reassure you that God is for you. He is still with you. 
Amen. God has not forsaken you. He is ready to bring you double for all your troubles. Hallelujah. Now, I'm wondering, 2020, which word or what word best describes 2020 so far? The question I would like to ask you is, how are you doing? Sincerely, this is a simple question, but not so simple in 2020. For so many people, 2020, if you say, how are you doing? You are not sure whether to give you the textbook answer or how they are really feeling within their spirit. And that's why I want to bring you this morning the word of the Lord to encourage you. For so many people, 2020 has been described by different words. I don't know what word has been describing 2020 in your life, in your family. For some people, it's coronavirus. For some people, it's COVID-19. For some people, it's quarantine, self-isolation. Some people say it's abnormal. Some say it's frustration. Some say it's unprecedented. Some say it's crisis all over. What a year, year 2020. You know, at the beginning of this year, for many of us, we started this year with great plans, great expectations, ambitious plans and resolutions. However, 2020, as uh, the COVID-19, has altered the dynamics of the world. And this proved to us that the word of the Lord is true. In the book of Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21, reading from the contemporary English version, the Bible says, we may make a lot of plans, but the Lord will do what he has decided. Think about it. At the beginning of this year, you had your plans, you had your ambition, you had your goals. Yes. But then, with the advent of coronavirus, a lot of racial tension, a lot of things has changed. But I want to, th I want to tell you this morning that the, what God says he will do, he will definitely do. You might not be working according to your plan, but I want you to know that the plan that God has for you is indeed of good and not of evil. I want you to know that God is for you. Amen. Due to the unprecedented time that we are living in, the COVID-19 virus, the racial tension, the Black Lives Matter, it has caused a lot of people to become highly emotional. A lot of us are expressing different types of emotion, happy, sad, indifference, and the likes. Now, people have become angry, bitter, lost, and unsettled. Some of the things that we take for granted have become expensive commodities. It's even difficult, nearly impossible for you to say, I want to shake hands with my friends, my brother. Even to give a hug has become something very difficult. And these are the things that we take for granted. Now, people will say, oh, I remember when we used to hug. Now, I remember when we used to shake hands with other people. Even when you meet your friends, you are not so sure whether this person is a strictly two-meter person or a one-meter person or a 1.5-meter person. You are not so sure. That is the world that we live in. Many people have lost their friends. So many people have lost their colleagues, family members. Some people have lost their spouses. Some lost their children. Some lost their job. Some lost their hope. Some have lost their confidence. That is the 2020 so far. But we just want you to know that in all these things, 
we are more than conquerors. Amen. Just before the March 2020 lockdown, my family, we went through some, a kind of earth challenge. This is not related to the COVID-19 virus, but it pushed our well-being, our emotional well-being to the, balance, to the, to the boundary. It pushed our faith in God to the boundary. We prayed. We fasted that, Father, let this thing go. Let this challenge come to an end. But the more we pray, it appears that the situation remains unresolved. I could ask why, but I have learned to understand that if I want to know a God that is bigger than my understanding, I need to give up my right to understand. I trust him to be faithful. And indeed, God was faithful. For those troubles, for those sleepless nights, for those challenging periods, God gave us double for our trouble. And that is why I'm here to tell you this morning that God that gave my family and I double for our trouble he is still here to give you that double for your trouble in the mighty name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says that in this world, we will see tribulation. In this world, we will encounter troubles. We will encounter trials and sorrows. But Christ said we should take art because he has overcome the world. And that, of, that victory is yours in the mighty name of Jesus. There are several instances in the Bible where God has wiped the tears of his people. Where God has wiped the sorrow of his people. Where God has taken away the disappointments of his people. Indeed, he gave them double for their trouble. Scripture says in verse 7 of that scripture, Isaiah chapter 61, I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, instead of your shame, you will receive double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And you, and, and so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. Amen. So this scripture is very true because we know indeed that certain troubles invite or attract greater troubles or problems. The effects of certain challenges, they attract double pain. They, are, they lead to greater difficulties. Say for example, if you have a wound, no matter how minor the wound is, if you fail to take care of that wound, it can become infected. And that infection can lead to the development of sepsis that can lead to even the failure of organs and loss of body parts. The same thing applicable to your car. When you have, a, your, maybe your, your, your brake parts are off and you fail to replace it, over time it begins to affect other parts of the car. Maybe you are going on an important journey that morning and your car suddenly breaks down. That little foxes that you fail to deal with in terms of sin and unrighteousness can become bigger, bigger problem in the end. But I want to tell you, no matter the challenges, no matter the difficult time, no matter the difficulties that you are facing, our God is indeed able to bless you more than double anything as a, recompense, as a, as a compensation. Our God is able to give you more than that which you have lost. 
That is why the scripture says in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Brethren, are you going through a difficult time today? Let this word be an encouragement unto you. God wants to give you double for your trouble. He is a God of restoration. That means he is not going to repay you one to one. He is not going to repay you for every wrong that has been done. He is going to go above and beyond. The resources of our God are not limited by space and time. God is able to actually repay that evil that has been done to you years ago. God is able to bring back all those lost times and, and opportunities. And I pray that in this month of October, the God begin to walk in the works of double portion in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. My brothers and my sisters, I am happy to announce to you that it is your turn to experience double for your trouble. I want you to echo it with me. It is my turn to experience double for my trouble. I want you to post it on the, on, 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 as a comment as well. Update your status. Declare it. Shout it out. It is my turn to experience doubles for my trouble. And I pray that the Lord will grant every one of us doubles for our troubles in the mighty name of Jesus. What are the keys to receiving the double? Yes, it is indeed true that God is able to give you double for that trouble. God is able to pay, repay you even abundantly, exceedingly, you're above your imagination. But there are certain keys to receiving it. God is ready to give. Are you available? Are you ready to receive it? Are you prepared? Are you in the position to receive it? So this morning, I just want to share with you very quickly four keys to receiving the double. The first key is to be thankful. Look at the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ and the life of King David. Bible tells us where Jesus Christ fed the 5,000. In the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 19, the word of the Lord says, And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. Hallelujah. Looking up to heaven, he gave thanks. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus Christ is God in the person, yet he gave thanks. Amen. He gave thanks and he broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he did anything, he first of all gave thanks to God. For you to experience double for your trouble, you must be ready to be thankful. You must be ready to open your mouth and say, thank you, Jesus, even for that situation that you find yourself. You must be ready to say, thank you, Jesus, even for that food that you, you are still able to eat this morning. You must be able to say, thank you, Jesus, because you can still lift up your hands. We're looking at the story of Lazarus. When Jesus Christ was about to raise Lazarus from the dead, John chapter 11, verse 36. 
Bible tells us that then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus Christ lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Jesus Christ gave thanks. And that was the, one of the reasons why the people are able to experience double for their trouble. Mary and Martha cried because their brother is no more. But by the time Jesus Christ came into the situation, he said, thank you, Jesus. He said, he said, thank you, my father, because you always hear me. And he restored the dead Lazarus to his family. And Mary and Martha, I believe they received double for their trouble that same day. King David, for an, for an example, is that man that after he has lost the child between himself and, and Bathsheba, he stood up from that place and began to worship God. Does it make sense? You lost a child and then you are shouting, you are saying, thank God. You are dancing unto God, you are singing unto God. To men, it doesn't make sense. But King David understood the principle of receiving double for, for his trouble. He stood up from that place and he, began, he was very thankful. And God gave him another son, Solomon who became the richest and the wisest king known to men. Brethren, if you are thankful, if only you can be thankful for that situation that you find yourself, if only you can worship God for that situation you find yourself, I can assure you that you will receive double for that trouble in the mighty name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, it says we should choose to be thankful in every circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for who, for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So look back. Think about those times that God came through for you. Think about those times that you felt, oh, all hope is gone and God came through for you. Have you thanked him again for those times? Have you said thank you, Jesus, for that which you did yesterday? Have you said thank you, Jesus, for that challenges that I'm passing through? Because I know that at the end of it, it will be for my glorification. If you have this understanding, then I can assure you that you're going to receive double for your trouble. Another key to receiving double for your trouble is to be faithful. You must choose to be faithful. Look at the life of Joseph. Joseph suffered. He was being ridiculed by his jealous brothers. Up to the point that his brothers, they threw him into a pit. This same Joseph was later sold into slavery. I imagine the amount of hurt he would have been feeling within himself. My brothers, the same father, did this to me. How difficult would that be for anyone to actually even swallow or even to process it? That was not all. His brother sold him into slavery and he was eventually thrown into the, the prison. His faithfulness, saying, I will not wrong God, I will not do this wicked thing against my servant, my, 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 my master. When his master's wife approached him, took a detour to the prison. 
I believe if it were you and I, we would be saying, God, why me? I've been faithful. I've, been, I've not done anything wrong. Why am I here in the prison? But you never can tell. When the, when the God takes you through a detour, I want you to know that it is not a waste of time. Because what appears to men as a waste of time is just God taking his time. Amen. Praise the Lord. And as pastor usually say, if you allow God to take his time, it will not take long. Amen. So I just want you to understand that faithfulness, sometimes it can appear that it's taking you into trouble. But I just want you to know that sometimes the more difficulties you face, the, big, the bigger, the greater your testimonies will be. So when life throws everything at you, throw everything at you, don't compromise. Don't give up. Instead, remain faithful and you will see what God will do. This same man, Joseph, after the pit, slavery, the prison, he became the prime minister. Amen. His faithfulness took him through the journey. His faithfulness gave him double for his trouble. I believe the same thing is true. As students, as workers, at some point in time in your career, in your education, you feel, oh, I'm giving so much. I remember then in the, in, in, in the university where we have to study all night, all in the name of we need to get a good grade. When the result is out and you see that, oh, you did very well, you forget all the troubles that you went through before, during the exam period or even before that time. The same thing is true for life. You may be passing through difficult times. I want to tell you, be faithful. And in that faithfulness, God will grant you double for your trouble in Jesus' name. The word of the Lord says in the book of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29, it says, Seek thou a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mere men. I just want to tell you again this morning, for you to receive double for your trouble, you need to be faithful. The third key that I would like to share with you is to give God your losses and be forgiven. Okay? Give God your losses and be forgiven. Look at the life of Job. Of course, Job lost his, his children, he lost his possessions, he lost his health. Even his wife told him, cause God and die. His friends accused him of different things. His friends did not cause his trouble. Yet his friends, they accused him of, 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 of unfaithfulness. They accused him of different things and said so many highly intelligent, mean things to him. But then, when God was ready to turn the life of Job around, what did Job do? In the book of Job chapter 42 verse 10, Bible says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he did what? When he prayed for his friends. Praise God. When Job prayed for his friends was the time that God turned his captivity around. When Job prayed for his friends, I believe for him to pray for his friends, he has forgiven his friends. And that was when God turned his life around. And Bible says also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. So brethren, for you to receive double for your trouble, you need to give God your losses. 
you need to be ready to forgive. You need to tear those journals. You need to let go of that awful feelings from the past. There are so many of us that are still holding on to things that happened years ago. Of course, can you remember them? Yes, you can. But you need to let go in order for God to come true in your life. Remember sometimes ago, it was, I was much younger than maybe primary six or so. And I remember that year, that year that I lost out in becoming the first, uh, t- taking the first position for the third time in primary six because of two marks. And two marks was as a result of somebody, uh, the teacher gave me a wrong for something that was correct and marked somebody correct for that which that person got wrong. Even though the teacher now said, okay, you can, this is correct, gave me the correct mark, but he failed to wrong that person that he gave the correct mark, uh, the correct score before, and the person became the first position in the class for just two marks. Was it painful? Yes, it was. But then, I had to give God my loss. Look at the journey. If I look back now, I could see that because I gave God that loss on that day, I didn't, I mean, there are so many things I could have said I would do. But then, I gave it up to God. Eventually, we went to the university. God proved himself. We went further to get a PhD. God proved himself in terms of speed, in terms of excellence along the way. What has somebody done to you 10 years ago, last year, last month, last week that you are still holding on to? Brother, it's time for you to let go. It's time for you to forgive and pray for that person in order for you to receive double for your trouble. God gave Job double, not just in terms of quantity. God gave Job double in terms of quality. From the Bible, we can see that before Job had his challenges, he had about 7,000 sheep. God gave him 14,000. He had 3,000 camels. God gave him 6,000. He had 500 yokes of oxen. God gave him 1,000. Even his children that he lost, Bible read, recorded it that his, his newborn children, Jemima and the rest, they were much more fairer than any other person in that land. He restored in quantity, and at the same time, he restored in quality. So I want to tell you, for that person that you are still holding on to, let go. Let go. In fact, if possible, text the person. Say, I forgive you. Let God fight for you because he is the God of vengeance. God is able to repay those people that have wronged you. They might think that they are doing you evil, but God is using it for your promotion. God is using that trouble as your transportation. Think about it. If they have not done those things, you might not be where you are today. God might have used that trouble as your transportation into where you are today. Let it go. And I pray that the Lord will grant you double for your trouble in the name of Jesus. The last key that I would like to share with you this morning is for you to be persistent and focused. You need to be persistent and focused. Look at the life of Elisha. The calling and the ministry of Elisha shows us that it is important for you to be persistent and focused. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 19 to 21, we can see that here was the first time that Elijah encountered Elisha. 
And when he threw the mantle on him, Elisha followed him and he said, go back, go back, stop following me. And Elisha said, no, I will continue to follow you. He was persistent even when Elisha said, go back. And also, if you look at 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 and verse 9 to 14, when Elijah, Elijah was about to be taken off, for many of us, we will have been distracted by what we are seeing, the chariots of fire coming down from heaven to take away his master. But his master, he said to his master, give me double portion of your anointing or your, of your power. And his master said, if you see me when I'm being taken away, he was not distracted. He was focused. And that was why he was able to hold on to his, his master's clothes and obtain the mantle. And that mantle gave him double portion of that anointing. Do we have distractions around us? Yes. Do we have challenges around us? Yes. Yes. I want to tell you, don't let growth and expansion catch you unaware. You must know that success comes when you are prepared and opportunity comes at the same time. So success is opportunity plus preparation. If you are not prepared, even though when the opportunity comes, you won't get the success. So don't let distractions to carry you away. Don't lose sight of what God is doing in your life. And if you don't lose sight, I can assure you that you will definitely receive double for your trouble. And I pray that the Lord will come true for every one of us in Jesus' name. So the challenging situation is what prepares Elisha to receive the double portion. The process of walking through disappointment, the process of walking through rejection, the process of walking through distraction and diversion, we are just there to shape his character. We are there to strengthen him and to sustain him when the increase comes. If you are trusting God for enlargement and then you are not enlarged, even though God bless you, there is so much you can retain. Even though God blesses you, there is so much that you can actually do because you are not wide enough, because you are not, you are not, you are not large enough to, to carry what God is doing. So in the place of preparation, be willing to be persistent and to be focused. And you will see what God will do in your life in Jesus' name. In conclusion, the key to victory is holding on to hope in the days of trouble. Bible says in the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 12, Turn you to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even to, today, do I declare that I will render double unto thee. So you can see here, that we have been described as prisoners of hope and we are told to hold on to it because God is ready to rest, render unto us double portion. And I pray that we will receive that double portion in Jesus' name. So brethren, when trouble comes from the devil, don't give up. Don't say it is hopeless. In fact, don't worry and don't get angry. Instead, be thankful, be faithful, be forgiving, be persistent, and be focused. And I believe God will grant you double for your trouble in the name of Jesus. Beloved, hope is the anchor of your soul. Where have you lost hope? It is time for you to pick it up again. And I pray that as you do this, the Lord will grant you double for your trouble in Jesus' name.
Wherever you are, let's just take this declaration and we will pray. And that will be it for today's sermon. So I want us to take this declaration together. It's on the screen. One to go. Because I have made the Lord my refuge and my hope, I am confident that I will receive double for my troubles in Jesus' name. Let's take it one more time. Because I have made the Lord my refuge and my hope, I am confident that I will receive double for my troubles in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. I have some prayer points here on the screen that I will want us to pray together. But I just want you to take a photo from your screen. Just take a photo, a screenshot, and then we'll take the last prayer. For the other prayers, you can pray on your own. The last prayer, oh Lord, I receive divine restoration. Double portion for my troubles as I keep my heart and focus on you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray that prayer that, Father, I receive divine restoration. I receive double portion, even for my troubles, as I keep my heart and my mind focused on you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus, even as I look unto you, I will not be put to shame in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Everlasting Father, we say thank you for today. Thank you for this word that has come to us this morning. Oh Lord, we pray that even for every one of us in this month of October and beyond, God, Daddy will receive double for our troubles in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray that your word will lighten our hearts, your word will guide us in the name of Jesus and order our steps in the name of Jesus. We pray for every one of us that has lost loved ones, that has lost our jobs, our, our, our finances, whatever it, has, it might be that we have lost. Lord, we pray that in this month, we will receive double for our troubles in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you always answer our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brethren, I just want to remind you, if you are here and you have not given your life to Christ, this is another opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. The blessings are there, but you might not receive the blessings if you are not part of his family. God bless you as you give your life to Christ today in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord.